Save your people and bless your inheritance. To you, O Lord, have I cried, O my God. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's second letter to Timothy. Let us be attentive. Timothy, my son, always be steady, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already at the point of being sacrificed. The time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Peace be to you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who shall prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And there went out to him all the country of Judea and all the people of Jerusalem, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and had a leather girdle around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey, and he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the thong whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you. With the Holy Spirit. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. During a job interview with a certain preacher who was seeking a position, the head pastor of a church thought everything was going pretty well. At one point he commented, 
to the preacher being interviewed, and you have been inspiring even thousands of people. Abruptly, the interviewee muttered, not thousands, millions. As he proceeded to go on and unabashedly remind his would-be boss of all of his credentials, the many letters after his name, his titles, his accomplishments, even the magazine whose cover he had graced. Now thinking about this interview and the rather, let's say, pompous attitude of the preacher, I reflected on the words of St. Paul to his disciple Timothy, which we just heard. What accomplishments or degrees does St. Paul lay claim to? What credentials does he put forward? Simply the following in the words of the great apostle. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And what is his reward? What does he gain from such a paltry resume, at least from the world's perspective? Again, he tells us, Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. Now in another place, when St. Paul was pressed during his ministry to prove his apostleship, he began by presenting what I would call an earthly or worldly resume. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, he says about himself, circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born of Hebrews, as to the law a Pharisee, as to zeal a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But what does he say after this impressive list of qualifications? Listen. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and I count them as garbage in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him. So what matters in the end? Christ and Christ alone. I have often repeated the saying of St. Justin Popovich, give up everything for Christ, do not give up Christ for anything. And this is because Christ is everything. He is light, truth, freedom, joy, peace, fulfillment, love, and authentic and everlasting life itself. No wonder St. Paul calls everything that he does that led not to Christ as refuse and worthless. The only credentials or qualifications that matter with regard to gaining Christ and the eternal crown of glory of life in the heavenly kingdom is fighting the good fight 
finishing the race and keeping the faith. In more specific detail concerning his struggles and his contests, again, listen to St. Paul as he lists the credentials which makes one fit to receive the eternal crown of blessedness. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, he writes, Five times I have received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes, less one. Three times I have been beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I have been shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been adrift at sea. On frequent journeys, in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brethren, in toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. After all this and more, seeing his impending day of martyrdom, St. Paul is able to say, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. You see, my brothers and sisters in Christ, many trials and tribulations indeed will afflict us in this life, just as we see in the life of Holy Paul. What matters is that we too fight the good fight and stay in the contest. Never drop out of the race and hold on for dear life to our faith in Jesus Christ. Because without Christ, there is nothing. No meaning to life, no hope, just emptiness. And in a world where many have not come to know this in Christ, we see the bitter fruit of despair, anxiety, and hopelessness manifested in so many destructive ways. Give up everything for Christ. Do not give up Christ for anything. Remember how St. Paul said that because he has persevered in the faith and endured until the very end, his just reward will be the crown of immortality and eternal life? Well, that crown is not reserved just for him. For listen to what he said in its entirety again. Henceforth, there was laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. To all who have loved his appearing. This crown of righteousness, this eternal and incorruptible abiding reward for keeping the faith is laid up for you and for me, brothers and sisters, and for all who love Jesus Christ, for all who have loved his appearance on earth, and for all who long for his reappearance from heaven. Let us then continue to struggle to keep all the commandments of God, to remain faithful to our Lord in everything and through everything, looking to the crown prepared for us
in the kingdom to come. In just a few days at the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ, we will hear the words of the Heavenly Father say about Jesus, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. At the completion of our earthly race, this life, may the Lord God look down upon each and every one of us with a glad countenance and say the same. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Then we will know that we have fought the good fight, completed the race, and kept the faith. And glory be to God for all things. Amen.